வெல்கம் டு கிரியேட்டிங் வெல் த்ரூ பேசிவ் அப்பார்ட்மெண்ட் இன்வெஸ்டிங் பாட்காஸ்ட் இன் திஸ் ஷோ வி வில் டிஸ்கஸ் அபவுட் பெஸ்ட் அண்ட் வர்ஸ்ட் எக்ஸ்பீரியன்சஸ் அபவுட் பேசிவ் அண்ட் ஆக்டிவ் அப்பார்ட்மெண்ட் இன்வெஸ்டிங் அண்ட் ஐ ஆம் யுவர் ஹோஸ்ட் ராமகிருஷ்ணா லெஸ் பிகின் த ஷோ டுடேஸ் அவர் கெஸ்ட் இஸ் மார்க் வெலிஸ் ஃப்ரம் லேக் க்ரோத் வெல்கம் மார்க் தேங்க் யூ ராமா கிளட் பி ஆன் Sure. Thank you. Thank you very much. A uh, little bit about Mark. Mark Willis, CFP, is a man on a mission to help you think differently about your money, your economy, and your future. Mark is a certified financial planner, a three-time best-selling author, and the owner of Lake Growth Financial Services, a financial firm in Chicago, Illinois. He has co-host of the Not Your Average Financial Podcast. He shares some of his strategies for investing in real estate, paying for college without going broke, and creating an income in retirement you will not outlive mark works with people who want to grow their wealth in ways that are safe and predictable to become their own source of financing and create tax free income in retirement with that mark how do you like to add anything to your background uh, no just that uh, i certainly wasn't born with uh, all this knowledge or a silver spoon in my hand uh, it came with a lot of missteps and the journey has been fun and encouraging and we've had a lot of help along the way cool so what is financial freedom mean to you boy yeah that and and each person might have a different answer to that yeah i would say that freedom is finding abundance and this and and at least influence if not control over your financial environment uh think about it if you don't have influence or control over the environment then you are at the whims of the environment imagine an airplane an airplane can fly let's say let's say your airplane that you've you've learned how to fly can do 100 miles an hour but let's say that the environment has produced for you a headwind pushing your airplane backwards at 150 miles an hour because you're in a hurricane it does not matter how hard your airplane flies pushes into that headwind because of the headwind pushing you back at 150 miles an hour you will move in the wrong direction And so I would say that financial freedom is not just waiting for the wind to die down but actually waiting for a tailwind. Imagine if that same airplane was up in the air with a tailwind of 150 miles an hour to your back. Now you've got a significant delta between an airplane getting pushed backwards due to the headwinds of of a uh, debt and 401k's and taxes and more and the tailwind of controlling the environment in which your money lives specifically the strategies and resources that we offer our clients that's what financial freedom means for me awesome and would you share your strategies for investing in real estate sure yeah well the the interesting piece to the puzzle here is um what is real estate why do we have faith that real estate is a, a feasible means for building wealth rama you know it's the real estate world has been a part of wealth building for thousands of years as old as the pyramids and why is that i believe it has to do with the contract i was having a meeting with a client over zoom we were talking about his 10 real estate properties he had 10 rental properties all of which had been completely paid off his decision to do that and he was happy with his real estate portfolio producing over $200,000 a year of income in fact he and i were talking as he was doing tile and grout for one of his properties but he was concerned he said mark even though i've got these houses paid off the tax man comes every year and he keeps raising the rent on me and i said well that doesn't sound like freedom and he said well and I, and i'm still playing playing landlord 
even though I'm trying to break free from this. He wanted to spend time with his wife in another state, but he had to stay tied down to those 10 properties. And so for him, having freedom didn't mean 10 paid off properties, even though that sounds like freedom to a lot of people maybe listening to this show. Financial freedom and ways to build real wealth comes with a contract. The contract is where real wealth is built. Where is it that he has the control over his real estate? Is it just the fact that he has these 10 properties, he can put his hand on the on the bricks and the, the tile and grout and the carpet and whatever? Is that what makes it real wealth? No. Real wealth comes from owning the contract, the deed on those properties, where somebody else approves that you own that house, that apartment building, whatnot. Real wealth comes through contracts. And that's been the case as long as we've had human civilization. The contract is really the basis of all human wealth, real wealth. If you don't have a contract on your real estate, really all you have is squatter's rights. I'll say that again. If you don't have a piece of paper saying that you own that property, all you have is squatter's rights, shotgun rights. So it's very important that real wealth is built with contracts. And I believe that's really the basis of real wealth. Part of our financial firm's prerogative is building real wealth through contracts, life insurance and other income contracts, you know, permanent guaranteed income contracts that last as long as our clients live. Got it. Yeah. And you're helping investors and other people who want to grow their wealth in ways that are safe and predictable to become their own source of financing and create tax-free income in retirement. So what do you expand on that? Sure. Yeah, I know uh, you've had several uh, conversations about the infinite banking concept, and we specialize in a variation on that strategy called Bank on Yourself. Bank on Yourself is a tool that Again, we've you've you've had some experience and exposure to in the past, so we won't spend too much time on that unless you'd like to. But that's one tool in which you can become your own source of financing. As far as tax-free income in retirement, uh, I'll tell a story. I had a client who was very much a real estate investor, very much interested in generating rental income. But when we got down to it, I said, "Well, what's important about you know being a real estate investor for you?" And he said, "Mark, I really just want." the income. I'm really not interested in being a landlord. I don't want to change the toilets. I don't want to chase the termites, take out the trash or kick out the tenants when they're not paying us. And I said, well, that sounds reasonable. What else besides rental income properties generate for you a stream of income in retirement? So we looked and we researched and there were only a few options. Dividend paying stock, that's one. Municipal bonds, that's another. Uh, and uh, and corporate bonds and annuities. So we looked at each one of those. And just to cut to the chase, Rama, we found an annuity that did everything he wanted and a lot more over and against the real estate. Case in point, he had a Roth IRA where he was self-directing and buying some real estate properties with it. So it was a Roth IRA. It had about $150,000 in the, in the account. He's in his mid to late 30s. He let that money just sort of go up and down with the real estate and, and he was generating some cash flow from that. And it was going to be tax-free income in the future for him. But he had no guarantees and no contract to tell him exactly what he could count on in the future. So this was his reality before he and I met. After we set up the new annuity for him, that income in the future, tax-free, was going to produce for him an increasing stream of income that he and his wife would never outlive. By his age 65, that $150,000, one lump sum, 
put into the account and letting it grow. He, he actually was in his mid-40s as I look at the math here. That income started at 40000 bucks a year, growing to 44000 45000 50000 keeping up with inflation just like a rent check would. But unlike rent, he didn't have to collect any rent. He didn't have to go chase after a tenant. He didn't have to you know, call the plumber or fix up the roof on that property or pay any property tax. This is an annuity that generates for him a tax-free stream of income that doesn't rely on real estate or stock markets. What an incredible tool to couple with his real estate. Now, did he stop investing in real estate? Of course not. We still have other strategies he and I are employing so that he can take advantage of the tax advantages of real estate, cost segregation, bonus depreciation. But what an incredible way to build a permanent, guaranteed income stream that's tax-free in his Roth IRA for the rest of his life, the rest of his life and his spouse's life. Got it. So how that was, would you elaborate on that? Uh, what what more would you like me to share there? Anything in particular? Yeah, mainly like uh, annuity stuff. So, mm-hmm. so let's say someone invested like, you know, at the age of 40 or 45, some amount, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of different annuities out there, just like there's lots of kinds of real estate. And I don't recommend all annuities, just like I wouldn't recommend clients get into just any old real estate property either. There's good good real estate and bad, just like there are good annuities and bad annuities. Yeah, I will tell you a story, uh, Rama. I was at a museum here in Chicagoland where we have our financial firm, Lake Growth Financial Services. Just up the street from our offices is a museum called the Ancient Oriental Institute. And my friend and I are kind of nerds for archaeology and history. So he and I were walking through the halls of this museum. And it's off the, uh, off the uh, campus of University of Chicago. Anyway, I found an annuity contract. It was a 20-foot-long parchment paper behind glass uh, in this old museum. And it was from 235 BC, over 2,200 years old. Yeah. Now, that is a contract for the ages, quite literally. What are annuities? Most people don't know. I didn't know. As I was getting my, you know, sea legs in the financial universe, I always thought all I could do was invest in the stock market or maybe this weird thing called real estate. I had never really thought about annuities. Well, if you're listening to this and you're a United States citizen, you're probably already uh, in ownership of an annuity. It's called Social Security. Social Security is the largest annuity program in the world, Uh, at least in this country, I should say, in the United States. Um, Annuities are a permanent guaranteed income stream that you cannot outlive. Even if you run out of money, the annuity will produce for you an income that you cannot outlive. And depending on the kind of annuity, you can do some pretty cool things. Case in point, back to this uh, story of the gentleman I mentioned. He was in his mid-40s, so corrected earlier. I thought he was in his late 30s, but I'm looking at the math here and on his numbers. He was in his mid-40s, and he put in 150000 bucks. Now, Wall Street would tell you that that could grow at a nice, reasonable rate of return. I don't have a specific rate of return. The stock market itself has no guarantees, of course. But let's say you put $150,000 into the stock market. And I'm doing this as we, te- as we talk, but let's just say it grows at 7% a year. The stock market does. After 20 years, the return would be 580000 bucks. That's how much a 7% a year Roth IRA would grow to. Now, Wall Street would also tell us the best research that we have from Wade Fowle and Morningstar and David Blanchett tell us that we cannot take, safely anyway, we cannot take more than 2.6 to 2.8% of our money out of our retirement accounts. 
without running out of money. So would you like to guess what is the safe amount of money that this gentleman I mentioned earlier, if Wall Street was recommending he take money out of his account, let's say it grew at 7% a year and he made a total of $580,000 in his Roth IRA by the time he's 65, how much would Wall Street recommend he take out of his Roth IRA? Well, 2.6 to 2.8% of his money, let's just do 2.8%, that's 16,000 bucks a year. That's how much Wall Street would tell him to safely take out of his Roth IRA. Rama, does that, anything there not make sense? No, I'm good. Okay, everything so, so far so good? Yeah. Okay, and that's only a 90% chance of success. Even at that low, in, uh, low withdrawal rate, that's not very efficient to have over half a million dollars and to only be able to take out 16 grand. I mean, could you live on 16 grand there in your neck of the woods in North Carolina? No, I couldn't. Well, okay. So the same annuity, the same $150,000 going into a fixed indexed annuity, the income at the same point in time in the future, 20 years later is $38,000. Double what the Wall Street also average financial advisors would recommend. And it can and the nice thing is even if this gentleman runs out of money, he'll never run out of income. The income continues for as long as he and his wife live. In fact, it continues to increase for the rest of his life. Like I mentioned, 38,000 becomes 40,000 becomes 44,000 becomes 50,000. By the time he's 75 years old, the income is 74,800 bucks that year alone. That's an incredible tool that most real estate investors don't know about. If you're looking for income, annuities should at least be a part of that discussion, not the whole thing. Again, I love real estate for the tax advantages. I love it for the ability to house people and to do good in the world. But boy, the contract, again, it's about contracts. And real wealth is built through contracts and annuities are contracts with insurance companies. What is it a contract on? It's a contract on your life and living as long as you're going to live with the world living as we're all living longer in the world these days, having some sort of longevity protection insurance to make sure that you never outlive your money. Boy, that seems like at least a tool that we ought to have in our tool belt. Got it. Yeah. Thank you. So on how to find right annuity plan. Yeah, there are hundreds of annuity providers out there and they all have many different products. So there's thousands of different annuity products out there. Each one can be customized in many different ways. There's immediate annuities, which turn on income right away. So, you know, you put a lump sum into this annuity and then it kicks on an income right away. You know, 30 days later, you're getting a paycheck in the, in the mailbox. There's deferred income annuities, which just like that story I mentioned, he's, he's putting money in now, but won't turn on income for 20 years. In his case, it could be, you know, to be two years or 20 years, depending on your situation. Uh, but I have a few factors I look for when it comes to choosing the annuity. And I do this with our clients one-on-one -on -one in an advisory role. As a certified financial planner, Rama, I don't just rush to this solution. I need to be clear. Yeah. It's part of our overall financial analysis we have with clients. We'll sit down one-on-one -on -one and do a comprehensive discussion about your concerns, your goals, what you're trying to accomplish. And importantly, why are we doing what we're doing? What's, what's important about your current actions to you? You know, some people like this gentleman I, I mentioned who had the 10 properties paid off, he just wanted the income. It wasn't as much about being a landlord and fixing up the house. It was more about the income. So some of the elements I look for, Rama, are 
I need to make sure that the annuity company is, you know, well collateralized and safe and and uh, well uh, well funded. Uh, in other words, they have a third party investigating their balance sheets in a regular way to make sure that they're financially fit for the next hundred years. I want to make sure that that annuity company is going to be around for life. Second, I want to see which annuity product uh, offers the best options in terms of income. Not all annuities increase my income, like the one I mentioned earlier. Some of them, it's a flat income. Others, it's a, you know, a an increasing income to help us keep up with inflation. So that's key. I also look at the payout rate. Some annuities pay more than others. So you want to look at you know, 50 plus companies before you make a decision. Part of what I do with our clients after I've listened to them, if this tool is in their, is in their sites as a goal for them, then I would suggest we do an analysis and run the numbers. I'll look at several dozen different uh, insurance companies and several hundred annuity products to see which is the best fit for each particular person. Got it. Yeah. So would you share any of your best experience alternative investing point of view? Sure. Yeah. The, the, uh, to find, to find what you're looking for, I, I'd say, again, you want to work with a financial professional. There are plenty of blogs and so-called YouTube experts. Uh, don't just rush out and get an annuity that sounded good because you heard it on even a great podcast like, like this one. Uh, you'll really want to do your own due diligence and meet with a professional who can help you see what is unseen. I met with a, a young lady earlier today and she said, Mark, I don't know what I don't know when it comes to finance. I just thought that was a wise comment for someone so young like her. I don't know what I don't know. Uh, I feel like when you think you've figured it all out, that's when you're at your most dangerous point in your financial journey. Uh, I had a, a mentor, his name was Nelson Nash, and he said, uh, that the, the the most insidious virus in the human population is the arrival syndrome. To have the arrival syndrome is the worst thing that could happen to a human because it means you've already figured it all out or you think you have. And so this young lady saying, Mark, I don't know what I don't know, that was a refreshing reminder of humility and a chance for both of us to learn what does it look like when she's the boss of her money? So that's that's what I'd say is just keep in mind that there's always more to learn. Great. Yep. So <clears throat> any one advice that have impact on you, Mark? Advice that's had an impact on me. Boy, the, you know, I'd say the best thing is ask yourself first, take the labels off of money, take the words real estate, take the words annuity, take the words stock, hedge fund, syndication deals, tax advantages, take all those words, throw them, throw them over here in the corner for a minute. And just start asking yourself, and maybe even journal this if you're a journaler, ask yourself, what does money look like when I'm the boss? So just ask yourself that question. When I'm the boss, what is my money doing for me? So much of our life, we typically treat money like it's our boss. We do what it tells us to do. We show up to work on time. We chase that rate of return. We seek out ways to avoid, legally avoid taxes. These are all things that we do because money is our boss. But let's flip the script. What does money do when you are the boss? That's maybe a good question, I guess. Uh, I don't have a specific answer for each person, but asking yourself that question will yield you a tremendous amount of insight. Yeah, that, that is a powerful question. Yeah, great. Any books that impacted your life and what way? Well, sure. Yeah, boy, there's, um, there's a lot. Uh, I've been really enjoying The Star Principle by David Koch right now. That's been a great book. 
start principle. I'd say another is the um, the book, Your Best Bet for a Secure Retirement. It's on the topic of annuities, fixed indexed annuities in particular. You might like that one. It's by, it's by let's see, David Riddle, CFP, just like um, just another CFP like myself. Uh, it's called Your Best Bet for a Secure Retirement. It's a great book. And I'd also suggest uh, The Bank on Yourself Revolution. Those three, those three books have been really meaningful for me right now. Cool. Thank you. So how can listeners can connect with you, Mark? Yeah, there's a, a, if you guys like podcasts, I'd suggest maybe check out our show. It's called Not Your Average Financial Podcast. And we've got over 200 episodes. I'm just trying to keep up with uh, Rama here. Uh, we've got a number of episodes on this strategy, on annuities, but also uh, real estate investing and the bank on yourself strategy. So if that's something that you're interested in, check out Not Your Average Financial Podcast. And if you'd like to learn more or reach out to me to have a conversation, you can go to lakegrowth.com and click book a meeting with Mark. So that's L-A-K-E-G-R-O-W-T-H.com. And then just click book a meeting. Awesome. And thank you, Mark. Thank you. Thanks for sharing your experiences. Appreciate it. My pleasure. If you like the show, please subscribe, share, rate, and review. And if you want to connect with me, please send me a message, info at ushacapital.com. Thank you for listening. Creating Wealth Through Passive Apartment Investing Podcast. I hope you learned something from the show. See you in the next episode. Thank you. Any information provided from these shows are educational purpose only. As always, please consult with your own CPA, legal and financial advisor before investing.